0: I think I got some heat here. Jeez. That's
1: tasty.
2: What's next, dog?
1: That was heat. Yeah. The doctor is in.
2: And welcome back to the Doctors In Podcast. You got Jade here on the mic with Michael, Bruce, what and up? Dr. King.
3: Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's a shout out to um, the armchair expert. Go listen to it. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
2: I can't wait.
3: <laughs> the deck Shepard. I'm plugging another podcast on my own podcast.
2: Oh, I do know him personally. Just kidding. Today, we're going to be talking about the famous verse on faith and works. So, we're going to be jumping into that and going to have some good conversation. So, if you're confused, send us a message. If you like it, tell us what you think. Hope that you learn a lot about the Bible and about Jesus through this. So,. It's helpful.
3: It's going to be helpful to say that this is we're recording the intro after the episode was recorded. So Mm -hmm. Derek is not on the intro, but he will be on the episode. So don't don't be worried if you guys were like, oh no, not these. Bruce is going to be goblins goblins again. (laughs) Not the dating episode all Uh. over again. (laughs) If you're going to hear, but we do talk about some interesting stuff. And when we talk about what does it mean by when it says uh, faith is dead, without works, we ask the. Did you already use the word infamous? I was gonna say, it, but I didn't want to use bit. it again. You already I used did. it. Let's use it again. Infamous question, can you lose your salvation? These different types of things. I even was counting Some you, surprising answers too. Yes, yeah, some oh, surprising, surprising answers. Bruce tried to quote John three sixteen. Misquoted
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Parallel>. Romans ten <laughs> nine.
3: Romans sorry ten about nine. About guys. Guys. It's <laughs> hard. I actually counted him I think we said the word heresy five times in this yeah. episode. So,
0: um, we're just figuring it out. Jade says the
3: Bible has contradictions in
2: it. Yeah. God knows my heart. All right, this is a great intro. Yeah.
3: I like um
0: a little bit of housekeeping as always. He,
3: wait, <laughs> Bruce just did a fake knock of the ear. I don't know why he did just knock the table. Well.
0: It's like Tipping in a hotel. In a hotel. Yeah. Okay. Um housekeeping for y'all. Instagram is live dot csf.doctor on Instagram. YouTube is up. We only have the Carl Truman episode on right now, but we're going to be posting some more stuff on there. So if you're interested, this, I hate saying subscribe and follow, but you could subscribe and follow those for sure. Stay up to date with us.
3: If you want to get into the new building faster. Yeah.
0: <laughs> get into the new building. This is how it gets done. I do need a place to live next semester. So
3: Everybody, please subscribe so Bruce can have a place to live so he can yeah get out of this hut in and get in the new building. For sure.
2: Wow, our YouTube channel dream is coming alive. <laughs> well, coming I hope alive. you and guys remember enjoy that, this. That's the
3: same name as the podcast. It's CSF's The Doctors yeah. in, Is that right, Sophia? The YouTube is, yes. CSF's, CSF's The Doctors, Doctors, Doctors Inn. Okay, Sophia. Shout out to Sophia, our producer. Later. Our everything. She's working on the Instagram right now. I think that's what it is. Um, I feels so, I think I've always wanted to get to like talk about you know, I feel like when I'm listening to a podcast and they have their like producer mm-hmm. offset, like ready ready to answer questions. Can you questions? look that up for me, Jamie? Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> freaking cool. We have so a guy gonna... we have a girl in the chair.
0: Um, she's
2: what the colonel was to Elvis a little bit. But way better. Wow. Greater. I just
0: watched that documentary movie, <laughs> whatever that kind of thing was, and it was sad, really
2: sad. Well, she's great.
3: She's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> so remember, uh we are on Apple Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Spotify CSF's the doctors in. YouTube is also CSF's the doctors in, and now the Instagram is CSF.doctor. Yeah, that's our housekeeping for you.
0: Last thing before we cut to our ad, want to give a quick shout out to our one Vietnam listener. <laughs> yes, appreciate <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. Homie. <laughs> All right, the real homie. Wow. Let's do it. Today's episode is brought to you by Keeps, clinically proven treatment to prevent hair loss. Protect that hairline, boys. Now back to the doctors in all right all right all right everybody today's question as we said is how do we balance salvation being by grace through faith yet also final judgment being according to works
3: just we haven't done a a, a question shout out in a while so we're going to give a question shout out to reese i think like he was our <laughs> this, was is this is reese
1: this is reese yeah
3: let me check real quick. I'm, Bruce, I'm not Bruce, sure. don't oh that no, that's.
1: Bruce didn't do his homework.
3: Yeah, Bruce is our question guy. I'm pretty sure it was Reece, uh our first faithful listener. Um, I feel like we can give him that
1: shout out, Reese Matthews. So, yep. Boop. All right. Mr. Cool. Reese. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you want me to start saying stuff, or someone else want to start? Well, can we? Can we? Can you read the question again? Because I already kind of forgot
3: it. Because well, that's a great, great start. Need, I need, okay. That's
1: a great start. We've done our homework.
3: I think we need a couple term definitions okay, to, to get this fair. question like fair for the audience to set up this I'll
0: question. Like definitions. So,
3: reread the question. I'll, I'll read it fully and then we'll start asking
0: about the terms. So, it's how do we balance salvation being by grace through faith, yet also final judgment being according to works? So, first, I guess the first word we define is what do we mean by salvation when we hear that question?
3: Or just like what are we trying to get at you know what's yeah. like what what's the th- like what are we what are the what are we struggling with
0: because when i hear it when i'm thinking of salvation in this context i'm thinking like being saved is in going to heaven when you die
1: yeah i think what he's getting at is that there's this this is just a guess that there is this dynamic at play in the new testament especially that we all you know if you say salvation is by grace through faith, we all we all nod our heads. You know we're good Protestants here. Yep, yep, following along. <laughs> um, for those of you that aren't Protestants, then um, yeah, we can talk about that later. I guess I suppose <laughs> we'll talk about it soon. But the yeah second, but but then there are some passages that seem to suggest that judgment is it, that we're gonna there's gonna be the kind of this tallying of what we've done. So like I don't know this this is one that, that he may have he may have in mind uh, for we we. We must all appear, this is 2 Corinthians 5.10, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. So there's And there's more passages like that that seem to suggest that at the final judgment there's going to be this reckoning and this recognition of all that we've done, good and bad, that would seem to suggest that works are important. Right? Does that seem fair? Does that seem like a pretty good way to put it? You think there's more going on? hundred
0: percent sounds
1: 100%. like a good way to put it.
3: Yeah. This is, is that getting at, because I feel like when I hear this question, I think of like, I've heard, and this may be a tangent. And so it's not related. I'm, we'll still hit it. But is, I feel like people talk about how their people's experiences in heaven can be different. Like, like my mm-hmm. experience, my experience of heaven and Jade's may be different Bigger based mentions. off of our works. How many Ooh. how many
0: jewels are you going to have in your crown? What floor are you going to be on? <laughs> yeah, what penthouse? Does it does sound like
1: we're getting the Mormon world here a little bit. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I think heaven will be different. <laughs> I don't know if, you know, because you uh, fed the homeless a few more times that, than jade that your crown will be a little bit bigger or something like that. Um, I mean, there may be some room for hierarchy, I suppose, amongst humans, I think your experience will be different, largely because your experience is different right now, and that heaven is um, an expanded vision of it's a new it's a new earth as well, and that we'll inhabit it differently. The things we like, the things we'll do, um, we'll still we'll still have differences there. We're not just going to be amorphous blobs all singing the exact mm-hmm. same hymn all the time to to Jesus, but we'll still have ourselves, and we'll be even more of ourselves than we are now. So there's not like. Different privileges, because I mean, I feel like I've heard like
3: believers that I like in this community have even talked about like you'll have different experiences, different privileges, different types of things. That guy from Steamboat, Colorado.
0: Anyone <laughs> on the Colorado trip knows who I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> Pass,
3: what
0: was his yeah, name? A lot joke? of love inside jokes. Yeah, oh, yeah. on a
1: podcast on, on a <laughs> For the less than two percent of you out there listening to this that went to the Colorado trip, I hope you enjoyed Bruce's joke <laughs> just then. They loved it. They love it. Just, it's a great. Like town. I feel like
3: like I've heard this over and over. So you would you like refute that?
1: Um, I don't know if I would refute. It. I don't really have much to say about it. I know there are different views on it. I don't think there's anything in scripture that would lead me to say with any with any degree of clarity here's the like kind of what the hierarchy of heaven looks like you can get into this level if you do x number of good works or or whatnot um you know there's kind of that famous picture of saint peter at the at the gates of heaven letting people in or keeping people out you know people having different roles like yeah i don't know that doesn't that doesn't scandalize me or anything like that um so but yeah at the at the same time where if I think that the importance of grace is pretty clear and evident. And even someone on their deathbed conversion, like, or someone that, that has a deathbed conversion that has you know, lived the life of a heathen their whole life, I don't think they're just going to be the outsider in heaven and like, oh, well, you know, we let this guy in because he, he said the prayer, the sinner's prayer on his deathbed, but we all know he was a piece of trash. So, you know, he's going to be like, he's going to be like one of the lesser folks. Um, so I don't know. I feel like there could be some like strange dynamics with, with views like this, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with humans having some important roles in heaven with some humans having roles that other humans don't, if that's what you're asking. I just don't know if I'd set up a list of like, here's the to-do list. If you want to be the keeper of the keys, or if you want to, if you want to be the one, you know, that's, I don't know what kind of jobs you have in heaven, but we all have jobs. If you if you want to have if you want to be an important person in the in the in heaven's government, then you have to do these things. Like I don't I don't think of it like that. No,
0: I don't either. And I feel like if that's like as far as a heart posture thing, if we're doing these yeah. good works so that we can have a mansion in heaven, that just feels oh, like so incredibly be bigger in heaven. wrong to me. <laughs> I'm fine mowing grass. In heaven, yeah, as long as I'm with the Lord, I'm chilling.
1: The gold streaks, I really need to go, I really need to go care for the sick person because I think if I do, I'll get a swimming pool in heaven, an in ground (laughs) swimming pool. So I'm gonna go do this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are funny. Um, okay, so I was reading today in James 2, and it might take me a while to try to like fully grasp what I'm trying to say, so just stick with me a little bit. But I was reading, and you know, sometimes we think of works as these good deeds, but what if it's actually translated to obedience? Because I'm like, okay, what if it's like, I'm saved, and I go my whole life, and I don't serve soup in a kitchen? Like, it is my faith dead? You know, I don't know. But what if it's more translated to, to obedience? So, what I mean by that is James 2. Um, it was talking about... I'm just going to read it. So, was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works. So what if he did that because of his faith, because he believed that Jesus is Lord, and so because that he is willing to give up the most precious things in his life, including his son? So what if it's like, okay, your deeds— isn't really like serving the homeless. That can be part of it. But what if it's your deeds is actually just your obedience? Because if you go your whole life and you don't obey anything that God's calling you to do or anything that he's asking of you or telling you, then, you know, that might be questionable. You know, you go your Mm -hmm. whole life and you don't listen to his call. Um, So then what? I don't know.
1: Well, I think it does back to the definitions thing is, yeah, what do we mean by good works? I do think, You're right that that we need a more expansive vision of good works than just serving the homeless or kind of those those Mm. stereotypical three or four things, not to say those aren't important or really, really good examples of good works. Uh, But yeah, it can be anything like, you know, putting your arm around a friend who's having a really difficult (laughs) time and listening to them like that Mm -hmm. is a good work. It's, it's something that we, I think a good work is just something that we do that, that we know is good, that we, that we know we ought to do, like that it brings good into the world. It makes someone's life better. That can be a good work. So yeah, that can be that can be a lot of things. That can be as simple as smiling at someone, even if you don't feel like it, uh, just to help brighten their day. I mean, I, now I don't want to lower the bar so low that you think oh, I'm a really great person because I do all these good works, quote unquote, <laughs> good works when I'm just smiling at people and mm-hmm. um, hanging out with my friends, right? But yeah, I think you're right that it's not we don't we don't need to have it's not necessarily just serving in the soup kitchen. It's obeying Jesus, which is a lot, which means a lot of things besides the stereotypical good works.
0: Yeah. I think sometimes even for me, it's harder to smile at someone than to like leadership group, depending <laughs> on who the person is. You know what I mean? So I think there's a lot of room there um, for deciding what good works are. My take on this has always been that it's like um, grace through faith. And with that faith, there's no other response beside uh, like good works and following the Lord at that point. And so I've kind of always put the two together that like, Us like the product of that faith that receives salvation is you will now you're now transformed into this person who will perform good works. Is kind of how I've always thought about that. Is that necessarily an incorrect way to think about it?
1: Um, no, no, I think that's right. That that yeah, we we have faith, and then out of that faith is kind of like it's like the fountain, right? It overflows. Good works are what overflow from it. And if your fountain isn't working you might want to check the the spring you mean you might want to check the root of it and see has, is there something off here um but yeah i think i think that's that's with the logic of what james is saying is that um you know faith without works is dead and faith without a fountain without overflowing water is is not a working fountain there's something like off there it's a dead fountain we might say so good works can flow from that, but I also want to leave open the idea that uh, that the reverse is true to some like really small extent. It's still all God working in us, right? I know we we can go back to the we don't have to rehash the Calvinism episode, but because um, clearly God is like working these things out through us. But I think there's also a sense in which when we do good works, we uh, our faith can deepen, right? Uh, and our relationship with with Jesus can deepen through our good works. And, and hopefully it's kind of this, you know, we talk about the vicious circles. Well, there are virtuous circles too, and that this is a circle that is making us a more virtuous person. It's making us look more like Jesus when we do good works. And so our faith and our devotion increase, and then that in turn helps us to do more good works. And it's just hopefully on and on and on, up further up and further in, as C.S. Lewis might say. C.S. Lewis on ice. <laughs> um, so if I
3: was listening to this and I heard that we, you did, are
1: listening to this. In fact,
3: <laughs> God, Derek, can't is, stand Derek. <laughs> is coming for for uh, Bruce and I today. What easy targets. <laughs> if I were, and we briefly brought up the, uh, faith of that works is dead. I would be like, come, like what, what's, you know, what's the, What's the diagnosis here of that verse? Like how do we how do we how do we wrestle with that? Faith without works is dead. Like what is the, what are they trying what is James trying to get at when he says that and what's the are there theological implications to it or are people just placing theological implications that aren't actually there?
0: Is this kind of like the like a sprinkler that doesn't shoot water out isn't really a sprinkler kind of thing? Like it's in the faith without works is dead. The with fountain the w- wasn't good enough for you? I just, I, I, I was He's actually trying to think of the fountain, but for some reason sprinkler was going to my mind. So it's like the waters, the works, and the faith is like the sprinkler itself or the fountain. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. It so, can be a
1: sprinkler if you really want it to be a
0: sprinkler. I want what it, it to be a sprinkler.
3: What are you saying right now?
0: Well, I'm saying faith without works is dead. It is like a sprinkler without water shooting out. Is, is a dead sprinkler. It's, useless. it's a pointless sprinkler that's not even really a sprinkler at this point because a sprinkler is almost defined by its purpose of shooting water out. Now it's just a piece of metal.
3: Well, what about during the winter? Now it's modern art. <laughs> I don't use my sprinkler. Well, we're, the
1: analogy is really okay, run its course, yeah. I think.
0: <laughs> okay, so what about the You got idea? me. It's not <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think, hmm, let's see here. Okay, let's say you're a teen. Okay, you get saved, and you proclaim jesus as lord of your life and you don't do a single thing and then you die at 80 i don't know and you don't do anything for the lord but you're still saved i just think it's a not really a sad life i just think you're still at the bottom of the rung i think <clears throat> the lord saved you so that you can do so much more than just be saved and float through life i think yeah you're still saved but i think you're just still like at the starting gates? I don't know if that sounds weird, but I feel like there's so much more with li- more life to live. And I think that's my
3: question. Let's yeah. say you do get saved and then you don't do anything about it. It like it do you make it to heaven? Are you saved? This, this is the root of the question. This world. is the root of the <laughs> question. Is, was <laughs> is where this we're getting at. Where it at. Okay, It's
2: like the flame like the little the little Did flame. It, does, could it be die? Big.
3: does it die as in like it literally is dead and you actually lose your faith in like you don't get to go to heaven any longer? Yeah. Or is it saying like faith without, wor- faith without works is dead as in, in my interpretation, it's like you never had it. You know, I feel like people have yeah. kind of explained it like that. Like if you, like Jesus says, you can tell, I don't know if it's Jesus. I just, yeah. scripture says like you can tell by the fruit. Yeah, it's Jesus. Jesus. Okay, you so.
1: Fruit, you'll recognize them. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So how do we wrestle with that?
1: Yeah, so there's a lot here. Um, so the first thing I think is oh, worth is. noticing is it's good to put it in context when we read passage. When we read Paul's emphasis on grace, and then also because we Paul, love context. Context, context is good. It's great. Context it's definitions. This is context who we are. Context is who, is is very helpful. I think one of the the context that we have to recognize that Paul is in. Uh, Paul is as a writing as a as a I wouldn't say I won't say former Jew, but as someone who. Uh, grew up in Judaism and had a certain way of thinking about the faith, right? Uh, about what it what it means to follow God, which was very, you might say, law based. That you kind of follow these instructions, and then then you uh, that's how you uh, interact with God. That's how you commune with God. He wants to combat that way of thinking and say. No, it's not because you do X, Y, and Z, and if you do X, Y, and Z, then you get to go to heaven. That's not the picture Paul wants to present. He wants to say that it's God working and saving us that allows us to—that's uh, that, what salvation is. It's like God's work in our lives. And th- so he is like going in hard on that, right? He's going in hard on grace. Yeah. He's going in hard saying— He's combating this way of thinking, and then similarly. So we talked about the kind of uh, by grace through faith, like that. That's that's a quote from the Bible, but that salvation is by grace alone. Like that's a that's what we might call a Protestant emphasis. So the Protestant Reformation, um, and you and what you have there is a really similar context in which the reformers are combating this way of thinking that they saw uh, as they as they would have told it in the medieval church, medieval Catholic church was which was very. Uh, uh, an emphasis on good works and that the that good works like saved you or got you out of purgatory. You know, one of the the famous things that Martin Luther that just set Martin Luther off was the sale of indulgences that they would set, they would sell um, basically get out of purgatory free cards uh, to people and then finance, you know, these enormous churches they were building. All over Italy at the time, and Martin Luther was like, "Entrepreneurs, this is bogus." Yeah, (laughs) hey, yeah, can you blame him? Right, there are some pretty churches, so you know what do you do with that? But uh, no, no, no. So yeah, Martin Luther is like, "Hey, no, this is this is a big problem because it's not you can't buy your way to heaven. You can't buy your way to salvation. You can't buy your way for the Holy Spirit to indwell you and change your heart and life. Um, That's the work of God. So I just want to set that those things into context to know that when we're reading these." When we're reading Paul, when we're reading the early reformers, we're reading this very um, specific context in which they're fighting against people who wanted to build this up, right? To build up the, the idea of works can get you to heaven. Here, here's the path. Here's the ladder. All right. That's a lot of context. That's a lot of history. What's all that have to do with what we're talking about? Um, is, I think it's important to recognize that good works are still a really important part of this, and that salvation is a larger picture than who gets to heaven or who, who doesn't. I think we've talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, is if we just think of salvation as one moment that God has worked in our life, and then therefore we've got that God's given us a ticket to heaven, and then that's that's it. That's that's the end of it. Um, that's, a really, that's a really small view of salvation. Salvation is not only the work God does initially in our lives, but the work that God continues to do mm-hmm. to to, to, that we can then stand before God, that we can look more like Jesus. This is the work of salvation. And I think it, it, it I, don't, I mean, the word requires is maybe a little too strong, but I mean, I think this, that's kind of what James says, right, is that um, you can tell who has faith by who's doing the good works. Without, without the good works, you have dead faith. Uh, you might say you have no faith. And so I think it's at least, uh, it's, I, well, it's very likely, Jesus himself says it, that, that there are people out there that are doing all these things, all these good things in Jesus's name. And yet Jesus says, I never knew you. Right. Um, So that there, and and I think there are a lot of people that can say they have faith that will go to church on Sunday um, that will even do good works, but yet they don't actually have faith. Right. And so, so is that person saved? Um, Yeah, I think in a, in a real sense, no, Uh, that we, that, that salvation again is this kind of broader picture of what God is doing that includes, a genuine faith, which includes, I think, a disposition or a heart, uh, or, or it's really an allegiance. I think it's an allegiance to Jesus, and then also um, doing good works is a part of that. And if you're not doing good works, again, in that kind of more expansive view, which Jade already brought up, which I think is a good point, um, then I think there's—I don't know if we can say that you actually have faith. That's that's a lot. I just talked for a long time, but no, it's, I think it's important. You but can drill down on some of that if you yeah. Will.
3: Can we can we like. So I feel like I continue to hear the like gra- like you know the grace alone, faith alone or what is that saying? Yeah Let's say if it's through grace, by grace, through faith, if you lose your faith quote unquote, as in your faith is dead, your foundation is still built on grace. Can you still this I don't know how to word this question. can you still get into heaven? With no faith, if your faith, quote unquote, dies because you're saved by grace alone,
1: I personally don't like saying who gets into heaven, who gets in hell. <laughs> that's you know that's this is above I my agree. pay grade. And and like like I said, so I quoted that the passage from Jesus just to say Jesus Himself says there are going to be surprises right when we get to heaven. And I think that's right that there are going to be people there who, from external appearances, um, maybe didn't look like Christians, and vice versa. Right, that people who maybe look like Christians that aren't there. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not for me to say who who makes it into heaven and who makes it into hell. Um, but we do have, you know, yeah, I think I think true faith is a is a part of that, right? True faith through Jesus, and uh, yeah, good works is a is a part of that. And if you are, if you if you say that you are saved and you are willfully refusing to do good works, I I just have a really hard time seeing how. You actually are saved, or you actually have faith, and that's just because of what James says, right? Um, now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say who actually is in that situation because there are a lot of people out there that I might say, well, you're not doing good works. Like, I'm, I see your life, but they might be, they might be doing it when I don't see them. They might be doing, they they might be uh, doing things that I don't see, and they, and my definition of good works might not be the exact right one, right? And that God may accept things as uh, important good works that I don't now see as, as so. So I just want to say, like, I really am hesitant to to draw clear boundaries of here's the clear line and, you know, we can kind of identify who jumps over this line and who's in heaven. But I do like talking about salvation in that kind of broader sense. And this is what I think the path of salvation includes, is both genuine, true faith and also works.
2: Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I'm trying to soak in everything that we're all saying because it, it's a lot.
1: We're saying a lot of things.
2: Yeah, but it's, it's rich stuff. And... I think to kind of reiterate what I was saying earlier, too, like, and Derek, what you were saying. So, yeah, salvation isn't just for the moment that we die, to get to heaven. Like, salvation is this for now. It's the right here, right now, the day-to-day. Like, the works is the sanctification process of what God is doing in our lives every day, not just to get to heaven. Um, So, it's like a, yeah, a, a both. I don't know. It's so it's all confusing, but yeah. it's there, yeah. you know.
1: Well, and so it's it's sometimes helpful to think of ridiculous examples, right, to help us draw some of these boundaries. Oh, we like love those. Like pretty clearly, if you know, we talked. I joked about the deathbed example. That person is saved because of what God's done for their life. Thief he on the he cross. he didn't have to do a single good work, right? Yeah, the thief on the cross is a good example. He had to do a single good work in order to to get into heaven. So that's you know that's it's when that's why I hesitate to use the word like requires. It doesn't we're not required. Mm-hmm. To do good works to get into heaven, because there we can find one obvious example in which this person did not do good works. Um, now, maybe I don't know. Maybe there are like good works after death or something, and and you know whatever. We're not going to get into that to that world, but um, yeah. So it's it's God's work in our life. That's what saves us, and even the good works themselves are God's work through us. Like I don't think of I don't think of uh, my work. My my the good things about me as being mine. I think of those mm-hmm. as God working through me.
2: Yeah, I think that's good too. I think a lot of this has to do with purity of heart too. And and it's God. Like if we look at the end of our lives, like why oh, did this and I didn't do this and I deserve ex-. no. Like it's God. He saved us. He rest. He's the the king of the story. He's the hero of the story. It's not us. Um, but it is. I think purity of heart because like you said, you know you're gonna some people. Uh, we'll get to heaven and it'll be like, hey, I didn't god will say I didn't I didn't know you like you did all these things, but I don't know you. Um, but also then the verse that's like those who persevere to the end will be saved, whatever all encompassing, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that entails. Um, so there's just so many verses that like bounce off each other or contradict or they work hand in hand. But I think really it's just the purity of heart of all of it. It's like what what's the purpose behind the works and you can't claim your own salvation you can't save yourself so it, it just has to be jesus Wired. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, so yeah. I think I stressed that hard about it, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Well, the purity of heart's a great <laughs> Except thing. Except for the fact that they like, just said the Bible contradicts itself. Do we need to address It's a dude. little strong. Whoa, 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 we don't have to get whoa, into whoa, wait, that. Wait, wait. Did it does. You say it? There's
2: so many verses that compliment each other. are at
0: face
3: value. This may need to be another episode.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I think, yeah, compliment is a good way, or maybe intention would be a good way. Contradict sounds probably...
2: Sounds wrong. Contradicts well, okay, 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 but what I mean by that is like there's verses that people can look at and say, wait, this contradicts this, but really it's the time frame, what Jesus so it meant. it seems. So it seems contradictory. But it's But the Bible does not
1: contradict itself. Yes, perfect. Yeah. Thank I d- you. I did want to, yeah, we, we don't have to get into that now, but I did want to, I, I like what you said about purity unerrant. of heart. Well, I don't um, know, big words. I, I think a really <laughs> easy analogy here is uh, is the marriage analogy. It's you... It starts with a, a deep feeling of love for a person, which is, I guess, a kind of feeling. And then also uh, when you actually uh, go through the wedding ceremony and say your vows, you're committing, you're, you're giving your kind of allegiance to this person. And if you if you think of that in the analogy, it's kind of like the start of, of our salvation, the time when God, you know, quote-unquote, saves us. Um, but what if you were just, like, refused to to love this person after this? Like, that'd be pretty weird, right? And, and would, like... Is there any really sense in which you you love that person anymore? Um, if you refuse to ever do the dishes or serve them or do anything kind for them ever, uh, is that's a part of your love now? Like is is caring for this person? And there's not a specific list of like you have to do these things. If you don't take out the trash every Tuesday night, then you don't really love your wife. But you do have to to serve her still. And uh, yeah. you know, wives, you have to serve your husbands and vice versa. It works both ways. And if you're not doing this, then yeah, I don't. I don't know how you could kind of meaningfully say that you still love your spouse unless you are doing some of these things. But it comes out of the love, right? It starts with the love, and that's that's kind of the well, foundation.
3: Here, okay. Well, let me let me take this analogy and try and connect it. This could maybe go into heresy, so I'm just love
1: it
2: more than my contradictory <laughs> comments. <Yeah. laughs> I wish I could take back. They hugged on Jade real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: here's a question for you. Um, so you're talking about, like, I would agree, like in the sense of a relationship, you could in marriages, you can lose your love, but that doesn't just, so if you, if you cease, uh, doing these good works, you could challenge, do you still like, do I still love my wife? But that doesn't mean that my marriage has ended. And could you make that connection of maybe your faith is dead? your salvation isn't lost but the the, like that that is just as in your marriage is still there but you could challenge the love
1: yeah it's a good question i I don't know i mean obviously it's just an analogy and there would seem to be some differences in love because obviously we love god too um, which is a little bit different than faith i think of faith as a commitment as allegiance in some sense and i actually think that's a really good way to think about faith in the in the way the New Testament talks about is allegiance. There's a good book on this, if you're interested, um, called Salva- it? Salvation by Allegiance Alone, which he just kind of argues that the Greek word that we often translate as faith is, is probably best translated as allegiance, or at least now it's best translated as allegiance, just because the way that faith has maybe gotten a little watered down and how we use it sometimes in English. But that's not that's not here nor there. I think of it as I think of it as that kind of commitment, as that allegiance. And yeah, there. If you are, and, and part of that commitment is uh, for for richer for poorer, till death do us part, that you're serving your wife. If you're not upholding your end of the commitment, then are you committed to your wife still? Um, so in this in this case, like if faith is commitment, if faith is allegiance, and is um, and you don't and if you don't love God, if you don't have a commitment towards God. Can you still have faith? Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what that means or what that would look like. It still could be that you're you are saved, right? That you end up in heaven. I think that's a different question. Again, because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna draw lines on who's who's in and out. That's up to God. It's not up to me. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that it would be hard for me to imagine what it looks like for someone to have faith in Jesus uh, without that commitment that leads to what we've been calling good works.
3: Yeah, and just to throw it in there because there might be some people wanting this answered in the midst of this conversation. Can you lose that
1: salvation? I we need wait, another this is, wait I another mean this episode. is in the Calvinist podcast yeah I mean I think I think you can you can walk away from faith. I mean Paul talks about apostasy in the New Testament that's that's all apostasy means. Um, is that people that have left the faith, people that were once in the church, once part of the body of Christ, that have since rejected the faith. And if that can't happen, I don't know what Paul means by apostasy. Um, It just seems obvious to me that this does happen. People do this, right? So uh, there are people that are in the church that walk away later, sadly, regrettably. And I think it just seems wrong to say that they were never Christians in the first place, or something like that, or they never really.
3: You um, would disagree with that.
1: Yeah, I, did, that I don't think. Line. Yeah, I, I don't like that line. I don't I don't think it makes good sense of what we see, and I don't think it's apostasy. I think apostasy is. Can you define that word? It what? Yeah, exactly what I'm saying is re- it's rejection of the faith. It's someone that was in the church, someone that was a, a part mm-hmm. of the faith that had faith and then left it and walked away. Um, yeah, Paul mentions that a couple times. And 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 talks about kind of how to deal with this or what it means.
2: I have, yeah, I've talked to someone a couple of times about this. Can you lose your salvation? I think this. I mean, we talk for hours. But then, what about the verse that's like, no one can snatch you out of my hands. That includes yourself. Like you can't walk away from God's grace. If if he, if he has you in his hand, you can't like jump out of God's hand. You know.
0: I mean, I would argue that we're given the free will, right? And then they, what I think of when I hear this verse is that it's more than, okay, this is going to come out so wrong. I don't have the correct vocabulary to describe myself perfectly. So it might sound like heresy, but like in a way, even, you know, the demons, like they know the name of Jesus Christ and like they have full, they know exactly who he was. So in a way they had complete, and the way we use faith a lot today, they had faith in him as in knowing that who he was. He was the son of God. He performed these miracles. Three days later, he rose from the grave. And so like they could recognize that. And there's like two parts of it. Like in John three sixteen. 16, maybe it's not John 3,
1: 16, <laughs> So Sorry. much like in Jesus is Lord. And it's like, there's this
0: whole thing about like, not only do we have to recognize who he was, but we have to treat him as our Lord too. And so I don't know what she's laughing at here right now. <laughs> But I think I think if we choose like I don't know. I, I see it as like the demons were in God's hands too now. And so they jumped out pretty clearly and fell. Fallen angels. Is that wrong to say? Is yeah, all this no, no. Sense? I think I think
1: that I think that, that makes sense. I mean, I think of that the passage that you know that no one can separate us from the love of Jesus. Uh yeah, that that doesn't include us, and that's just that's yeah. not. We usually don't use the word to to include us. Like when we say, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a good example off the top of my head. No one, no one can make me do this, or uh, no no one could make me think of of, of um. Shoot, I really should have, should have thought of a good example before I before I went off on this. No one can make me eat green beans or something, <laughs> but like I still have I still have the ability to eat green beans. Um, I think what that verse is is trying to do is to comfort us and say that, yeah, as as long as we remain faithful to God, like no, nothing nothing will change that. And I also want to say, I think it, I think it would be really really hard for someone to walk away from faith uh, once they've tasted the love of Jesus and experienced the Holy Spirit. So I don't want to I don't want to act like this is just no big deal or happens all the time. I think it would be pretty exceptionally rare cases. Um, I just think that Paul talks about them and that we can probably think of examples ourselves, but they are rare cases. Like most people I know that that do take their faith seriously and they're clearly walking in step with the Spirit. Um, most people I, I know that were doing that 10 years ago or still doing it today, if not all the people that I, that I, that I knew 10 years ago that were doing that. So yeah, I think it's extremely rare, but I, I just think we it, you can do it. And um, yeah, we, we have to you know, remain faithful to Jesus, and that's, and, and I think that's also borne out by many passages in, in the Bible where um, just, it's kind of the face value, the face reading of it that Paul's like, hey, don't, don't do this, don't, don't do this, or you will walk away, or don't, don't walk away from, from the church, from the community, um, don't walk away from fellowship, like, he, he seems to think that this is a live possibility, a real option for people in the church, um, so, yeah. Yeah, and
3: but just kind of a, just a throw on add on top of that disclaimer like we talked about the if you want to go back and listen to it I'll just drop it we talked about the unforgivable sin the blasphemy of the holy spirit like this is this is not like a it should not be a fear based thing like you you know we talked about it like if you're you, you shouldn't you shouldn't be sitting there and be worried about it like you should you don't need to be worried on my blasphemy against the holy spirit like i don't want it to be like a fear based oh my gosh if i sin if I do this habitual sin one more time, then I'm gonna lose my faith. Like it's not that. Like it is a long, hard process and God is not like he's gonna continue to pursue you even if you do walk away, just as he pursued you before you even had your faith. Um so it's not like a this shouldn't be like a fear based thing. It's like you said, it's not yeah, an easy sure. thing. It's not a frequent thing. Like, um and don't I don't want it to be like, you know, walking away like if you I don't know what your sin pattern is, but if you're like, gosh, I lied to my mom again, I'm going to lose my faith. Yep. No, that you got to work really hard to really, get there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because God, God's with you and working this out in yeah. you, right? You have God on your side trying to get you to this, to, to this end point. Um, so it's, yeah, it's hard to, to thwart that. Is yeah. That it? Did we do it?
0: I think we did it. One last thing <laughs> I, I to want to throw out reasons. there.
1: I feel like we, we were pretty windy and, I talked a lot in the middle. That was good. We I, need I it. actually really loved we it. Felt, needed. It felt a little, uh, I don't know. I think it was good. Hopefully I think was. there was a
0: lot of good stuff in there. You may have to sift through some some crap. ramblings, but there's good stuff in <laughs> there yeah, for sure.
1: I rambled some.
0: All right, well, that wraps up this episode on faith and works. Glad you guys could hear it. Honestly, sure. some takes that I didn't think you were going to give about Can You Lose Salvation stuff, but after hearing it all fleshed out, I back up everything we said, so
2: I stand by it. Really,
1: Except can I give for a quick, Jade quick shout out for a book about West <laughs> Y'all wanted me to we talk, talk more on the pod. <laughs> this is what happens when you ask for more of me on the. T- <laughs> so, yeah, kidding. we're not
2: we're not heretics. We're just going to flush out. We our knew arguments. what you
1: meant. We knew what you meant. Yeah, 100%. yeah, we got it. Uh, we talked about it in the Genesis episode. Quick, quick plug for a book. There's um, a new book coming out called "The Doctrine of Good Works: Reclaiming a Neglected Protestant Teaching," and it's by a theologian, a biblical scholar, and a pastor. And they're approaching it from those kind of three angles. And the the theologian was actually my uh, supervisor for my dissertation, who teaches down at the seminary right now, um, Tom McCall. But it's yeah, he, they just kind of look at like what it, what is the role of good works in the Christian life, especially from that kind of Protestant perspective. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be really good and, a, and an influential book. So if you're interested in this question, I think you ought to you ought to check it out.
3: And there's another book out. It's called the. The Church and the Problem of Divine Hiddenness. Not going to be helpful for you at all. <laughs> I, I think I my new goal is how can we plug the name of that book in every episode?
1: Wow. I need to read it <laughs> so I can start quoting you. You know, Derek King <laughs> just and his as, book. Totally just as a joke, moment. just how
3: randomly can we fit this yeah. title in there? But, okay, um, and as this is, as we kind of normally say, this is hopefully we're starting these conversations Hopefully you guys will finish it, uh, continue to talk about this with uh, people. And if you have some disagreements, send it in, um, come talk to us, because we'd love to continue the conversation. But that's all we got. Yep. So
0: still working our way through the questions. Our Instagram is now up. If you want to follow us on Instagram, keep up to date with us. We can do some Q&A stuff on there. It is csf.doctor. So hit us up. See y'all.